Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Born Geo coming to you live for the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Now, we heard Jerry last update talk about he played the sound by joe flacco saying how cool it was to see his kids watch their dad meaning him compete against their favorite player meaning tyreek hill on the dolphins now i thought that was a little strange because you want to go out there and win this game if you're joe flacco and all that stuff now i i've just been informed i did not see this I went straight, just like Al Duke said, I went straight red zone yesterday. Straight red zone. It's the only way you could watch the games yesterday. To be locked in on Jets-Dolphins, to me, was just, you, you can't do that. You'd have to open your eyes and prop them up with toothpicks to be able to just sit through All that. right, we get it. Yes. So, so anyway, I've been informed now by uh, BT Brandon Tierney of Tiki and Tierney that not only was that going on with the whole Joe Flacco introduces his kids to Tyreek Hill, but his kids had Tyreek Hill jerseys on the sideline. They were wearing Dolphin jerseys on the field. Jam it up the A-gap. I mean, I'm all for kids having a great time. I really am. Give them that experience. You love football. You love your dad. Tyreek Hill could be your favorite player. That's awesome. But. To be the son of the starting quarterback for the Jets and to have your children out there in Dolphins uniforms but is a bridge too far for me. Put on your dad's jersey. Put on the Jets jersey. We're talking Jets Dolphins. Maybe the kid hate maybe the kids hate the Jets. Flacco clearly does. <laughs> you know, it's kind of interesting. My last couple games, my kids really started to understand what I was doing. And, you know, Sydney was a Cowboy fan because there was a star on the side of the helmet. And Gunnar loved the Packers because there was a G on the side of the helmet. Okay. You know, and I was playing for the Bengals. Uh, so, but they didn't, they wore my jerseys to my final There games. we go. I remember walking off the field having, I think, I think I had them both holding their hands yeah you know they were both down on the field after the game it was great it was a really emotional thing so i can understand that perspective from joe if in fact this is his last game it may not be who knows but uh, it's got to be pretty cool for their his kids and i'm not sure how old they are how old are they like? i'm not sure exactly <clears throat> but they're kids they're his kids i mean you can't i mean the they're kids right. are kids they're gonna do what they want to do like i know <laughs> that you're going through fatherhood now and you have a four-year-old and yeah. you have a one-year-old yeah and it's interesting. It is. And when they grow up, they tend to do what they want to do when they want to do it. 
But this is just this is. is just disrespectful to the Jets. I'm sorry. It is. And don't you want your kids to live their dreams? <laughs> I mean, I can't believe you and Brandon, of all people, like you're both the fathers. You got to understand. No, that no, 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 it is. It's not an impossible situation. If your kid loves Tyreek Hill, that is great. Let me ask you a question. Go introduce Brandon's... them to Tyreek Hill before the game. Have them out on the field. Don't have your kid wearing the opposing team's jersey on the field when that opposing team is one of your rivals. But let me ask you a question. If Brandon's kid showed up here with like an ESPN T-shirt on or an ESPN Sports Center hat. Are we taking that out on that kid? When he comes to, to, to work with Daddy? I would take it out on Brandon. I wouldn't take it out on the kid. I'm not taking it out on the kids. I'm taking it out on Joe Flacco. No, I can't know, allow that to happen. Well, Joe Flacco, first of all, is you're worrying about the game. I would like to think he's worried about the game plan. and worried about you know what, what he's got to do for a living while his dad is taking his grandkids. Now, that would be like me taking Winnie, I don't know, and put her in a Ranger jersey maybe. No, that's I, not well, no, 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 <laughs> Just, but... but. <laughs> It, when you really break it down, it's the grandfather's fault. If you really that's his fault. It is break it down. Like yeah. let's let's just say that it's Matt's last game okay. ever, and Winnie now is old enough to understand hockey and have a favorite player. And she's a and her favorite player is Connor McDavid. No, 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 no. Worse than that. Oh, worse than that. Whoever the because Flyers, whoever the Flyers' best player is, okay, would you allow Winnie to show up in a Flyers jersey? Absolutely not. That's blasphemy. to Matt's last game. I would never allow to meet that person. I this would, is what I'm saying. We are nobody's even allowed to say Flyers <laughs> right around us. I mean, this is just the Dolphins. I mean, yeah, they wear, Jets, Dolphins. Jets, they, the Jets, Dolphins is a thing. They wear turquoise jerseys. You know, they oh, play in the sunshine. Right. And Tyree Kill, by the way, not exactly the greatest of role models. Yeah, we yeah. can throw that into the pot too. Okay. You, know, you want to put on a JJ Watt jersey? Okay, fine. You want to put on Demar Hamlin jersey? Okay, fine. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You want to put on a Jalen Waddle jersey as opposed to Tyree Kill? Okay, fine. But I mean, the there. <laughs> What are we doing? Uh, I don't know. It's just, just another, like, I guess, thorn in the side. Let's leave it at that. Oh, baby. Joe in uh, Kinelon, New Jersey. What's going on, Joe? Hey, good morning. What's up? You know, asking Joe Flacco's kids to wear Jets jerseys. I'm sorry. <laughs> but kids today, you know, first off, Joe Flacco is the definition of your mercenary backup quarterback, right? Like, what does Joe Flacco care about the Jets? He just gets the paycheck for the Jets. And, uh, and as far as his kids, kids, I don't even think they cheer for the jersey anymore. They cheer for on the back. Yeah, uh, no, I, I have a 13-year-old yeah. and a 12-year-old. Yeah. They love the Your phone's crapping out, Joe. I would have let you finish your point. Like, I'm not saying that the kids aren't allowed to have favorite players. That's fine. And if the kids love Tyreek Hill and Joe Flacco wants to introduce the kids to Tyreek Hill and be on the field, that's fine. But for Joe Flacco to allow his children to wear the opponent's jersey on the sideline when he is playing for the other team, to me, is too much. I'm surprised that Zach Wilson didn't come out with the Tyreek Hill jersey on before the game. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Imagine. <laughs> or a, or a two uh, effing Tonga Vailoa shirt or something like that. 
<laughs> Skyler F. and Thompson. Yes, that would have been fun. Uh, yeah, I, I, the kids, I understand. There's kids who love, like uh, my buddy's a kid. He's a, my, my friend's a Jets fan. He was trying to raise his kid a Jets fan, but he loves Justin Jefferson so much that he was like considering being a Vikings because he loves Justin Jefferson. Like, I understand that happens in basketball. You get all these kids who love Steph Curry, love LeBron and everything else. It's just a chill flack. will be like, listen, I know you love Tyreek Hill. Put on my jersey. This is, you are a Flacco. This might be my last game. Put on that. Put on a Joe Flacco Ravens jersey. I don't care. Just don't put on the jersey of your opponent who happens to be a division rival. You can't do that. Yeah, well, you know, it's, isn't that like private, though? That's like a private thing. It's not a public thing. I mean, I know he Joe's... He was talk- on the field. I know Joe's talking about it and everything, but still, it's his kids on the field seeing their favorite player. I don't know what to tell oh you. Oh, my God. You make your kids happy any at any chance and you any juncture you have. You would have been killed on your last game <clears throat> if you trotted Sydney and Matt out. Let's say your last game was against the Steelers. Gunner. It's Gunner. I said Sydney and Matt. I'm so used to saying Sydney and Matt. Right. If you trotted Sydney and Gunner out in your last game, let's say it was against the Steelers, and you had them in Greg Lloyd jerseys, that ain't happening. <laughs> but that's my point. Right. See, you're agreeing with me. Imagine that. Boomer Esiason walking around in his last game, and here's his two children in Kevin Green jerseys. Oh, forget that. I mean, What? Rod Woodson jerseys? There's some situational awareness. Now, my last game was at home, too, by the way. So his game, his potentially his last game or the last game against the Dolphins, whose favorite player happens to be on that team for his kids. I, you know, I kind of get it. I don't really get all caught up in all that. But I can understand how that irks the fans. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, you're talking about just that's just salt on the wound, the jet cherry on top of it. It's just like this season just completely fell apart. And your starting quarterback on your last game when you've been eliminated from the playoffs is out there with his kids wearing Dolphins jerseys. I know it's tough. Tough for the fans. <laughs> what? Uh, Rob's on Long Island. What's going on, Rob? Morning, guys. Happy New Year. Hey, gee, I think we were separated at birth, man. We have the same luck with teams. I agree with you 100% with this thing with... Uh, uh, Flacco. Flacco's attitude towards the Jets the whole year seems the way he let his son walk all over the uh, field yesterday. Yeah, I mean, and, and I understand where Joe is in his career and everything else, and he's finishing it out, and I understand the last course he's the ultimate mercenary quarterback, but there's just there's respect to the organization where it gets to the point where let's not put the other team's jersey on your children. Yeah, I, I agree. Hey, boom. They need to fire every coach on the Jets. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeff, 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 Jeff Nobright. Uh, you got a third string quarterback, third down and 20, and he doesn't blitz. They got great pressure going. Blitz a little. The kid doesn't know what he's doing out there right now. A couple years he might. Take advantage of it. <clears throat> I can't believe they're the last team in the league with, on blitzes. Yeah, I told you last. That's I told they had right. I told you. I think it was two weeks ago that changes are brewing somewhere along the line. I, I'm not sure where, uh, but there's no way that the owner's putting up with it. He's just not. He's not putting up with the six game losing streak. He doesn't care about injuries. Uh, he does care about the development of a second year, uh, you know, second year first round draft pick quarterback for sure. Um, and you know that's the wild card in all of this. You know who's in Woody's ear? What are they telling him? You know, how is that going to affect the coaching staff? Somebody will have to be made, you know, a sacrificial lamb in this case. And it's just a matter of time before that happens because 
as every coach will tell you, and they, they talk about it openly, you know, it's a results-based business. And the results, especially on offense over the last six weeks, regardless of what the injury situation is, all teams have injuries. All teams go through this. All teams play with backup quarterbacks. All teams lose key players at some point in the season. And maybe it was a rash of injuries and a lack of development for Zach Wilson that all came together and the broken ribs with Mike White that created this carousel of quarterbacks, if you will, that led them down this road. But somebody is going to pay the price for it. Charlie in Rockville Center. What's going on, Charlie? Joe, how old are you now? I'm 40. Okay, so I'm 60, so I got 20 years of rooting for the Vikings uh, on top of you. So, Boomer, you got to help Gio out here. Fred Bolitnikoff, Drew Pearson, Phil freaking Sims, 4th and 17. The disaster in New Orleans. The miracle in Mini followed up by Nick Foles killing us. Mm. There's enough precedent here for Gio to have the right attitude, which is take a deep breath. This ain't going to happen. And here's my suggestion to you, Gio. I got to give you some advice for, for, you know, for Sunday. You've got, what, the four-year-old? you got either Disney Plus, and I would, you know, break out Moana, break out a couple of movies back-to-back, and do not watch the game. Or go to the History Channel and watch the real Vikings. Watch, <laughs> you know, the show on the Vikings. Where they actually and won. So, right, exactly. So yes. Stay away from the game. My buddy, my best, best friend is a Giants fan. Two weeks ago, New Year's Eve, I mean, uh, Christmas Eve, when the game was going on, he's like texting, texting, because I refused to watch the game. And I said, buddy, I'll see you in two weeks. I'll see you in a couple of weeks at the playoffs. I said, and you're going to beat us then. I don't even want to discuss yeah. it anymore. Right. So the fact is, Gio, you're totally right. Yeah. Relax. Find something else to do. And trust me, it, this has been for 50 years. My grandfather was a psycho Fran Parkinson fan. He gets traded from the Giants to the Vikings. I was 10 years old. He said, watch that team. And I've been watching them for 50 years. 0-4 in Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, what are we going to get? We're going to get Buffalo Vikings in the Super Bowl. Both teams 0-4 in the Super Bowl. And then the Vikings are going to lose to Buffalo. I mean, just. <laughs> I'd sign for that right now, Charlie. I, would, I swear to you, I would sign for that right now, even though I want to see I would see sign for that right now, just for you, for your sake. I mean, I, I would. I would love. I, I honestly, if you told me that was the outcome, I. I for a couple of reasons. One, you'd feel great for the Bills, everything that's going on, and their franchise's history. And two, it means they didn't lose to the Giants. They finally slayed the Dragon of the NFC Championship game, which in my lifetime has been the game that they can't get over the hump. So that would be great. But see, he he said it too. I'm not crazy. Charlie in Rockville Center said it weeks ago as well. We'll see in the playoffs when the Giants beat us. That's what he said to his Giant fan friend. Everybody knows. Everybody knows if you've been through it, what is going on. What do you think is going on in Minneapolis radio this morning? I don't know. I did check out their show. They got a guy in the morning show called Meat Sauce. Meat Sauce? <laughs> meat Sauce. Okay. And what's Meat Sauce doing? Uh, meat Sauce, <clears throat> they, they seem to be into the whole Packers thing going down. Is that like K-Fan? Is that K-Fan? Yeah. So Paul Allen, who's the play-by-play yeah. guy, got a lot of attention during the Buffalo game. He's on that station. He does middays. I think it does 9 a.m. to noon. But their morning show has several guys, and one of the guys on there is Meat Sauce. So I started seeing what Meat Sauce was tweeting out just to get a vibe of what's what's happening. Yes. 
and uh, and I did I did not check meat sauce yesterday, so I'll have to get back to you. But but after the Packer game, I was all over meat sauce's Twitter account. Are you? Uh, do you have you gone on with Paul Allen in the afternoon? No, no, no. I have you not. need to. No. Is that an Odyssey station, by the way? It is not, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it is not. I feel like though you need to be out there. You need to be on the radio. Nah, somewhere. I did, do we uh, even have an Odyssey station in Minneapolis? I, I don't know. Not a sports talk not a station. Sports I can talk tell you that much. Yeah. But I, they, there may be. There may be a music station. Out I think there. you got to go on with Paul. Allen. Does he know who you are? He may. You know what's funny is I used to when I went to training camp all those years ago when I was like eighteen, nineteen years old. He broadcasted from there. The midday shows, PA and Dubay, Paul Allen and Jeff Dubay, and I would sit there and just watch them do the show. Like, like this is the coolest thing in the world. Well, there you go. Look and then at that. that, like I. It was. It's amazing to think all the way back then to now. But yeah, I have to believe that Paul Allen knows who you are. You're a celebrity. You're a big, think, big time Vikings fan. Like in the list of Wikipedia Viking fans, you got to be on that list. I found a good station for you, booms out there in Minneapolis that we own, the Patriot. Oh, now we're talking. Oh, yeah. Get him on the Patriot. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, you go on the Patriot. I'll go on K Fan. That's that's it. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Very good. All Sounds right. good. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Jerry Rego is back. He's got you covered with all the NFL stuff. What's up, Jerry? All right, good morning. Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and by Jackpocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. You know, from time to time, I like to illustrate for you guys how popular the NFL is. Not that we need to know. But I saw this. A friend of mine, Jake Novak, retweeted this on Twitter. Lev Akabis from Sportico. 
posted the top 100 broadcasts of 2022. In there, you had the Oscars was one, three broadcasts of political programming. Did three people wor- still care about the Oscars? Well, the slap, I think, is what made that. Oh, that's what made yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Three World Cup games. One was the Kentucky Derby. Five were college football games. Two NBA games. And 82 of the 100 were NFL games. Now you know why wow. everybody wants to pay for them and everybody wants them. Two of the 100. That is unreal. And so, so. here, maybe, um, I don't... I don't know this for sure, but this is what I'm thinking. So the ESPN game between the Bills and the Bengals doesn't get played. It plays, they play a quarter. It's over with. They they cancel the game. You're wondering if you know ESPN is calling up the NFL and saying, "Hey, you know we pay somewhere between eighty and a hundred million dollars per game. That's what their cost is per game. That's what they paid the NFL. There's no game." So do they get some sort of rebate? Do they get some sort of money back? This is the business side of football. Or does the NFL do them a solid and give them the Cowboys and Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday Night Football? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So back channel dealings? Yeah, I mean, those are all the, like, that's the collateral damage, the financial collateral damage that goes on. But I would say, if I were arguing the NFL's point, if there were an argument between the two entities, I would say to the ESPN, let me tell you something. Millions of people stayed with your broadcast That's because true. of what yep. happened, and mm-hmm. they wanted answers. They wanted to see what was going on and what if they could get some sort of. We all wanted information from any source that was close to what happened that Monday. And then once the word started getting out, there were people who weren't interested in the game that Tuning were watching the, the game. game. Yeah, so I could. Probably, I wonder what. <clears throat> interestingly, I wonder what the ratings were for that game all the way through. Uh, let's say eleven o'clock. When they were still on the air talking about what had just transpired. Even through Van Pelt. Yes. I would say. I, I wonder what those ratings were. It's got to be gigantic. I you would think say. so, right? Mm-hmm. Meantime, Giants did lose to the Eagles on Sunday, 22-16. So Philly clinches the one seed. But as Brian Dable says, we, we held them in check. Yeah, I mean, our defense stood out. They had to score one touchdown. They held them field goals on some short fields. Um, you know, I thought, look, I thought everybody out there competed. I'm not going to single out any individual. I just thought they all competed right to the end. Right to the end when they had a chance for the onside kick. For Jalen Hurts, he got his reps in. It was Nick Sirianni. We didn't feel like there was more risk, but, you know, I know he was hurting. He was hurting bad, and uh, but that's the kind of uh, competitor that he is. That's the kind of the, uh, person that he is and the kind of teammate and leader that he is, um, that he was able to go out there and stick and, and tough through it. So, don't think he got hurt any further, but uh, he'll have a week off now to kind of get right before he play in the divisional round as the Eagles lock up the one seed in the NFC. As for the Jets, their 11-6 loss as their season ends with a whimper. They lose to the Dolphins. They drop their final six games. Rob Solaces, yeah, I, I know. It's frustrating because it's because um, you know you're right there, and uh, there's uh, you know when you're rolling on all cylinders and um, seven and four. Uh, pretty healthy and you know one thing leads to another and you you lose six in a row and you're seven and ten and gone one thing leads to another quite the understatement but yes yeah one thing did lead to seven and ten Mm-hmm. Here's C.J. Mosley. Need to figure out what the hell happened. That's what this offseason is for. Um, you know, like, the, mainly these, these last six games, you know, it's, it's easy to you know, point out the good stuff and kind of overlook some things when you win and the records are going good. Um, and it's easy to start pointing fingers and saying, you know, what needs to improve and what, what has to be done when you're losing. Yeah. Well, they lost a lot. Uh, here's Sauce Gardner. We can figure it out. We got the people in this locker room right now to do it. 
You know, we got the players. Except yeah, for Zach. saying that for weeks, though. Except, except for that guy. I know. Except to him, the kid in the corner is not talking to anybody. So Not like they were any better with Flacco. <laughs> no. <laughs> True. I'll tell you what, Garrett Wilson's pretty damn good, though. Yes, he is. Man. Just throw him the ball, and he comes up with a way to catch it. That's for sure. Wow, Miami he is, did. He is a, he's a special player. So is Sauce, by the way. So that's that's the good news, right? Mm-hmm. And so is uh, Elijah Vera Tucker is a really good player. What they need to figure out is whether or not Mekhi Becton's coming back. Hopefully he is, and hopefully he's got his act together, and hopefully he's motivated to come back and have a great season next year. <laughs> so Miami wins the game, and they get the seven seed because the Patriots lost to the Bills 35-23. Buffalo the two seed in the AFC. Uh, obviously a very emotional game. Sean McDermott didn't know how things would shape up, but they ended quite well. You know, like I said, going into the game, a lot of unknowns, just not sure how the players are going to handle it. I feel like I had a pretty good control on how I was going to handle it. But- well, and they it started out well with the kickoff return for a touchdown by Naheem Himes, who would then have another one. He's like, I kind of did this before. Yeah, you know, uh, I've had two in one game in Indy, but uh, and it's punt returns, but on the, on the kickoff return, I definitely was running down the sideline. I looked over and saw nobody, and I was like, oh, wow. Wow. I might I might really be gone here. And uh that's really just a shout out to those guys. Both kick both kickoff returns for touchdowns. I think I barely got touched. Right. <laughs> well he got he ran into somebody on the second one. Well no no no. He no he ran right by the guy who went with I thought the guy didn't I even try. The, so they didn't even hit they each other. Cut him. What a <laughs> trade by attempt. the Bills for Naeem Hines Holy from the Colts in the middle so of the season mm-hmm. turned out to be uh the impetus for this this win, this was huge uh, for them. Do you man. think the Bills will rest their starters against the Dolphins? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get to that, actually. Bengals beat the Ravens 27-16. Cincinnati, the three-seed in the AFC. Baltimore, the sixth. They'll see one another again next week. Now, the Seahawks are in, though they didn't know it at the time of their win over the Rams in overtime 19-16. But what they did know, Geno Smith, was that they wrap up a season above 500 at 9-8. It's good to be uh, above 500. Uh, you know, you want to be above 500. You know, wish we could have done a lot better earlier um, so we can get, you know, 10-plus wins. But to give ourselves a shot at the playoffs, to be above 500 with a young team who I believe uh, pretty much everybody wrote us off, right? Right. Remember, their, uh, what, was, what was his phrase at the beginning of the year? He uh, wasn't they wrote me them. off, but I didn't write back. That's right. That's right. They wrote me off, but I didn't write back. Well, they are postseason bound because then on the Sunday night game, they needed help from the Lions, who got eliminated because of their win. They needed the Lions to go into Lambeau, the the, the mystique of mm, Lambeau Field right. and Aaron Rodgers. Please. That didn't work out so well for the Packers, but the sledgehammer. You Seahawks. got the sledgehammer, Dan Campbell coming in with the Lions. Yeah, yeah. yes, exactly sledgehammer. right. Rodgers in the gun, slot left, single man right. Dylan in the backfield to Rodgers right. Here's the snap, blitz coming, Rodgers back, looking, going deep down the right sideline for Watson. It's intercepted by Kirby Joseph. Down the far sideline, 45-50, knocked out of bounds. Joseph has the pick, Lions will take over. And that would be it for the most part. They would run the clock out, get a couple of first downs they needed. That was Westwood 1 with the call. And so the Lions win 20-16. to Packers had to win and be in. Instead, they lose and they go home. It was Aaron Rodgers. How would you describe the uh, season? It was frustrating at times, but it was ultimately really uh, some really beautiful moments. <laughs> you suck. 
<laughs> oh, Jesus, Jerry. Beautiful moments. Beautiful moments. Beautiful I would say beautiful moments. moments for the Lions. They started 1-6. and six. They finish 9-8. and eight. Here was Jared Goff. We've been playing with an edge uh, since we were 1-6. and six And, felt, you know, everyone said our season was over. And uh, was. we traded TJ. And everyone wrote that, you know, we're nailing it in. And, um, and I love TJ. He's going to do fantastic in Minnesota. But, um, you know, there's a lot, a lot of things said throughout the year that uh, – Turned out to be not true. Well, well, eight actually, of their final ten. No, it did turn out to be true. You didn't make the playoffs. So it's season awesome. well. Yeah. They did play a lot better in their last ten games. No, they did, and they blew it against Carolina. They should have been in the true. playoffs. I agree with that 100%. Commanders beat up the Cowboys 26-6. to And yes, the Cowboys played their starters. Jerry Jones hoping everyone enjoys this terrible feeling. I know this. We didn't rest anybody. So everybody got to bite this sour apple. <laughs> oh, man, he's got a million of them. <laughs> he does. I love when they lose, man, he comes out with all this stuff. It's great. He's upset. I don't, you know, I don't blame him. Remember, he was talking about his mortality before the season. Doesn't know how much time he's got left. He expects better than that yesterday. Here was Dak. He was horrific in this game, although he did have the one touchdown pass. How did you think you played? Uh, for me, I mean... Not to use the language, uh, but simple as that. Yeah, it rhymed with itty and bitty and fitty and gotcha. you can get the sense of what he said. Then you were the Chargers. They lost to the Broncos, who actually looked like a real NFL team yesterday, 31-28. That having been said, they played most of their guys. Mike Williams carted off the field back injury. Kenneth Murray, their linebacker, a stinger. And Joey Bosa, who just came back from groin injury. A few weeks ago, was limping on the sidelines. Yeah. Actually, uh, that guy's an injury just waiting to happen. Here was Brandon Staley. Why did the starters play so long? We only have 48 guys on team that are active for the game. And so uh, we wanted to make sure that they went a good ways in this football game and competed at a high level. And then when we felt like it was right for them to get out of the game, then that's what we were going to do. Just better hope you didn't uh, cause too much damage, I suppose. Although I'm one that says play them, but whatever. Um, Niners beat up the Cardinals 38-38-13. And yet here's Brock Purdy saying, we're going to the playoffs not good enough. Have to improve. We got to be better, and so um, you know, it starts with myself. It starts with everyone that's been here long enough to own it, own up to it. But uh, you would think that they got mauled yesterday. Yeah. But I guess that's a great attitude to have. And the Steelers did win, though they didn't get the help they needed to get into the playoffs because the Jets lost. Did you see? I, I didn't see it. I've read about it. Alex Highsmith did a CPR celebration. Yes. yes. Well, I think I think Highsmith was was he the guy who was on the ground or no no no, no, no. Highsmith was the guy no. who did it. I think it was T.J. Watt on the ground. Okay, all right. Now yeah, I, mean, I asked Eddie about this earlier this morning. Okay, and you know he has a way of looking at things a little bit differently than most of us. Our initial visceral reaction would be like, "What the hell are you guys?" That's doing? the reaction like, online. We got yes. Quay Walker doing this thing with you know pushing the medical personnel of the Lions out of the way. He gets ejected for doing that. That's idiotic in, in light of what happened. And then we have this, and Eddie explained it to me in a way that I never really thought about it. Eddie, I don't think there was any ill intent or malice. I think they were maybe trying to somehow in their weird way sort of celebrate the fact that there's good news and that Hamlin is going to be okay. I, I, but I don't think there was, they were trying to be jerks. What about when they wipe their butts with the pray for Demar shirts? Is that the uh, was that part of it also? No, I'm kidding. I'm just saying, like, how far? I mean, do you think they were actually thinking about? Yes, for sure. So Why if else you, would if you the excuse would have been, if the excuse would have been that because 
uh, T.J. Watt was laying on his back, and they weren't even thinking about Demar Hamlin, and he went and did it, and then they were afterwards like, "Oh my God, what? Why did I do that? That was ridiculous." That'd be one thing, but it, like to think that you're doing this to like honor that situation in some way to me is bizarre. I didn't but, see it; I only read it. No, no I, I saw it. I, saw I did, it. See, I did it. Okay. see it, yeah. and uh, it was uh, strange to say the least. I and I, we didn't have a chance really to comment on it yesterday at all, mm-hmm. and then I was. Talking to Eddie, like I said, like at five thirty this morning, and he hits me with, you know, I don't think they were doing that, you know, in the wrong. I would like to ah. think not. Yeah, I mean, they probably weren't. You know, I don't think that they were right. sitting there like going, "Oh, let's disrespect Demar Hamlin and his family by doing this." I, I kind of know, and not that they were disrespecting Demar or whatever, but I just, I want to hear what the rebuttal would be from the players themselves and Mike. Tom, I need to hear. Mike Tomlin wasn't asked. To, he only spoke for oh, five be, minutes. I'm sure he'll be asked today. Uh, I'm sure he will. I would think so. I mean, not it's yesterday. obviously stupid, but I don't think it's something that, I don't know. I, I can't imagine. I'm, I'm with Eddie with the ill intent situation. I don't believe they were like, hey, screw the Bills, screw DeMar Hamlin. Let's just make fun of this whole situation. I don't think that's the case, but it's still really, really stupid. It's weird. And yeah. out of place. You know what? It's off-putting. Agreed. Sure. Are you, are, are you, you're off, would you say off-putted? No, you're off no. put. I would off put. You're off put. I'm off put. You're like off put. You are. Yeah. Houston fired Lovey Smith after just one season. They screwed up the number one pick in the draft with their win yesterday and going for two. Oh well. Um, you got Seahawks, Niners Saturday, followed by Jaguars, Chargers, Dolphins, Bills, Giants, Vikings, and the Bengals and Ravens Sunday night, and then Monday night Cowboys and Buccaneers in Tampa. You got the college uh, national championship game tonight. TCU takes on Georgia. You guys can have fun with this. Okay. Nets Heat last night. Now, the Giant game was on, as you know. Yes. I'm a fan. Nobody watched it. Nobody even knew that. The Giant playing. game? Who knew? Yeah, I, I didn't watch it either. I was watching the Nets. Um, so, the Nets game was moved to WCBS 880. Big basketball day, right? Rutgers right. there in the afternoon, Nets at night. And there was a, a big basket made by the Nets, if you could have heard it. Because as the Nets come up the floor... Whatever engineer they were using in Miami had a little bit of a snafu. This is how it sounded in New York. Rebound, third by Claxton, and got rid of it to Irving. And I amplified this. Not calling a timeout. Stop blocking off. Catch down one. Irving, a real long one. No good off the backhand. Shattered around. Wait. Up. O'Neal, a foul. And it's gone. O'Neal at 3.2. Let's go up by one. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Not good. Engineer issues. <laughs> yeah, so look at this three he takes <laughs> from way out. But the Nets get the offensive rebound, the putback, and then I would like to say they stopped Miami at the other end. Quite frankly, they mugged Jimmy Butler at the other end, and the officials let it go instead of calling the foul and putting him on the line. So the Nets uh, leave Miami with a 102-101 win. Had you heard him, that was Chris Carino <laughs> with the call on Nets Radio on WCBS 880. Here was O'Neal, fortunate to be in the spot where he was to be able to get the putback. Yeah, I think uh, Nick got the rebound. Um, I mean, it was a big time play. Uh, we knew Kai, you know, was going to take the shot. We trust him with that. And yeah, well, he took the shot all right. He came up a little bit strong, but the Nets were there underneath. Now, that's the good news. They win 18 out of 20. They go to 27 and 13. They were a game behind Boston for the one spot in the East. The bad news was Kevin Durant getting his leg rolled on. I think it was Jimmy Butler that fell on him. So he left with 17 points late in the third quarter. He will be evaluated later today. Looks so, like an MRI for him. So, um... Did Rutgers have a game yesterday? Yeah, they lost to Iowa 76-65. Did yes. you do that game? Yeah. Where was that game? It was at uh, Jersey. It was at Direct. Yeah. And then Jersey Mike Serena. And then when, who did uh, the voice of the Cowboys yesterday? 
the same guy that does it every week, Kevin Ray. Oh, Kevin Ray. Yes. He was in Washington. Who did your job? I did. You did the Cowboy game, too? Rutgers, well, I did the pre and the post, yeah. Rutgers was at noon. The Cowboys were at 440, 425. Did you have a day off this week? Uh, Saturday. You did have Saturday. I was off Saturday, yes. You're an animal. I you are an animal. do what animal. I need to do. That's what I do. It's impressive. It is we'll impressive. We're about real work not ethic here. Right that's here. a work impressive. ethic. Young, young millennials no, out there. This guy no. over here, he's, right. he's a workaholic. Listen up, Sean McVay. Yes. A basketball game. What do we got tonight? What do we got tonight? Cornhole. There is. Yeah, yeah, look at that. We got Monday Night Cornhole How's our Cornhole League doing? <laughs> We're doing quite well, Good. actually. All right. One of the problems, we keep stopping and starting with these damn holidays. Yeah, How's the Pickleball League coming? I'm not doing Pickleball. Why not? I think we need to more. We need to expand this Jerry uh, Recco sports world. I, yeah. Let's call up Jerry Jones and see if he wants to get involved with pickleball with you. You're the voice of the Cowboys. I know pickle. <laughs> and Allie told me that she played pickleball in Long Island last week. Okay, she filled in for her sister. Says it's packed. That was a huge facility. That's what I'm saying. But, yeah, but I don't. We need to expand your your right. horizons, your empire. I would tell you this, Jerry Recco Sports. If empire. we ever, if we ever expanded and you jumped on board and got a facility. Then CeeLo's going to sit here. I can't do it all. Yes, you can. There's no you way. You are doing There's it all. There's no way. You're an animal. you got to be there every night. I can't. J-R-S-E. No. got to delegate. Jerry Recco Sports Empire. <laughs> J-R-S-E. I can see Just it. delegate. Just hire a CEO. See, I have a problem with that. What do you mean? Because then when things don't go right... I'm hiring the right guy. I know. Jerry needs to control things, and I appreciate that. That's why I, I want to that's why I want to invest in him. I don't need to. Here's the we issue. You gotta get your partner out. So for in, no, EJ's doing great. Is Here's the issue. Problem? He wants to keep this guy in there. That's not true. Here is the issue with the control thing, and then yes. we gotta go. Like even with the calendars and stuff, when something goes wrong, if if it's me, I know I did it. Like I've had a couple of people say, oh, I didn't get the calendar. And I check the tracking, it's there. But if someone else did it, I'd be questioning, did they do it? Did they not send it? Yeah, did they problem. screw something up? Problem. I don't know. It's just I have an issue with that. Calendars, Rutgers, Cowboys, us, warm-up show. Cornhole. Cornhole. I mean, what else is this man doing? Coach, coaches his son's the, baseball team. You are setting the example for there the younger you generation. I'm doing And I hope that they are taking heed of what you do and how okay, you do boomer. it. Okay, <laughs> Boomer. Yeah. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live the Bill Ford Tough Studio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
Moore and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Let's put you back to your playing days. I'm going to give you a caveat, okay? You're not the Boomer Esiason that played quarterback. You're a different Boomer Esiason. You're a Boomer Esiason linebacker. And you're out there and you're having a, not a great season. But you're you and you're having a good season individually, but your team's not having a great season. It's the last game of the year. And you're playing a heated rival. And as you're standing there by the ball and you're glancing into the offensive huddle, getting ready to try to stop this team on the last game of the year, even though your team's eliminated from the playoffs, you look up and that team that you're playing is doing ring around the rosy in the huddle. Or rosary, which is what Phil Sims called it yesterday. He called it rosary? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> do I do now, our father? Yes, I do. Well, now, you know, he claims that he grew up, uh, I think he went to a Catholic school, and they played Ring Around the Rosary. And Ring I'm Around like, the Rosary. And I'm like, no, it's Ring Around the Rosie. They actually called it Snow Globe. Okay, well, whatever. That's what, they call it. That's what the Chiefs called the Snow Globe. The Snow Globe. So they went around and around and around with their arms around each other yep. and then threw the ball back to Patrick Mahomes and threw it to Kadarius Tony. They ended up being a flag on the play. The thing didn't count, but essentially they did this merry-go-round, ring-around-the-rosy situation. If you are on the other side of things in your playing career and you're watching this, are you saying, man, these guys have no respect for us? True. That's what it feels like, but, you know, this is the new... Uh, the new way, but I will say, like, you have seen teams do things with their kickoff team. Yeah. Like, you've seen kind of like, you know, choreographed kind of setups and I don't want to call them dance moves, whatever. But uh, according to Patrick Mahomes after the game, this is something the players came up with themselves. You know, they're so bored and it comes so, so easy. Bored. It, it comes so Makes easy. It's even worse if you're talking about right, it from but, a Raiders but, but it comes so easy to them. That they did this in supposedly in practice, and Andy Reid saw it. And of course, Andy Reid, being the guy that Andy Reid is, and he's a go along, get along guy because his team's winning, and he's got the greatest quarterback in the league. They'll let him; he'll let him do it just as long. And this Patrick has, has actually said this: Andy will let me know when it's time to knock it off. Okay, Andy will call me. You know, he'll say, hey, "Patrick, let's go." You know, we need to focus here. Uh, whatever. So, uh, yeah, that that seemed like a. Something you'd pull like in a preseason game or something. But these guys are the Chiefs. That is Patrick Mahomes. He runs the whole thing and uh, he's so great that sometimes you got to let a guy have some fun. And I think that's what uh, Andy Reid did. I like if they're, if they weren't winning as much as they have won with Patrick Mahomes and you think about all of the success that they've had, he's like 16 and 0 against the AFC West. <laughs> Yeah, do you realize he's got like thirty-seven touchdowns and three interceptions? Some crazy number. I was looking at this morning. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Now, as a as a fan who is was in a Chiefs fan or a Raiders fan watching that, I thought it was funny. I laughed. I'm all about being entertained. If I were a Raider fan or a Raider player or in that organization, I would have felt disrespected. There's no two ways about it. But me just watching the game, I was like, "Oh my God, look at this!" this Patrick Mahomes on the road, on the road in the AFC West. Is sixteen and zero. He averages about two hundred ninety yards passing, thirty-seven touchdowns, seven interceptions, and he's been sacked eighteen times. Sixteen and zero on the road. And Tom Brady wants to go out there and play in Las Vegas. Good luck. <laughs> All right, let's go to Lance, who's out in Pennsylvania. What's going on, Lance? <clears throat> 
Hey, Gio. Boomer, good morning. I uh, love the show. A uh, couple things. First of all, let you guys know that uh, I'm 60 years old, so I think your show reminds me a lot of the Mike and Mike show of ESPN. You guys do a great job. Second of all, Gio, big fan of the Vikings for 50 years. Yeah. They will not beat the Giants. I yeah. totally agree with right. you. They have no defense. They yep. got blown out by the Eagles. They got blown out by the Cowboys. They got blown out by the Packers. And when you get to playoff football, if you don't have defense, you will not win. Uh, and you made the comment this morning about you're hoping the Vikings win, and I feel the same thing. I hope they win. I'd like to see them win, but I don't see uh, I don't see them beating the Giants because they just have no defense. And my last comment is, and I've never heard this on the show. I've been listening for two years. How did you ever become a Vikings fan uh, living yeah. in New York? I yeah, right. I, I grew up in New York. I did not live out there. The reason was neither one of my football, not, neither one of my parents are big football fans. So I had to find my way with it. And I had a cousin who was older than me who grew up in the 70s, purple people eaters, the whole thing. And when we'd go to holidays like Thanksgiving, Christmas, he would always have his Viking sweatshirt on. I was there to be recruited. He recruited me. Worst decision I ever made. I kind of feel like when you came out of the 70s, you were either a Steeler fan, a Cowboy fan, a Vikings fan because of the Purple People Eaters. And Raiders. Success, and a Raiders fan. I think that's out of the 70s, those four teams. Yeah, so I dominated. Right. They were always on TV. They, they had recognizable names and personalities. Mm-hmm. And they had just an un. un a believable amount of success, even though the Vikings didn't win their Super Bowls. Right. 0 for 4 in those, uh, yes. in those Super Bowls. Yeah, we know that. Uh, all right, let's go to <laughs> uh, Glenn in Roseland, New Jersey. What's going on, Glenn? How you doing, guys? Good, Good morning. Glenn. What's up? Uh, first time caller, boomer, longtime fan. Um, your uh, age range. I've never called in before, but the situation with the Jets. I summed it up as a longtime Jets fan. Rob Sala has to go. You rent a ho- two hotel rooms with seven children, a <laughs> nanny, and you're going to come and make major decisions, game time decisions, player decisions, and you're going to make those decisions, and your decision was to rent two hotel rooms while your home was getting done. I said it two years ago, as much as I like him, as much as I like him, the guy's got to go. He just doesn't know how to make decisions. And uh, if they keep him, it'll be just another long year next year, whether they get rid of LaFleur or not. And uh, that's that's all I got to say. Yeah, I I disagree with the end part of it. We did say at the time, I remember bringing this up in that whole story going, you do have to kind of question his decision-making when he put his family in a situation. But... um, I don't. I, I disagree with the fact that it doesn't matter who they replace the staff with because I do think that if you bring in a veteran offensive coordinator that could change some things for the Jets, that that could be a big deal. Yeah, well, you know, so he would have to fire his buddy. Mm-hmm. He'd have to hire somebody maybe he doesn't have a relationship with. That doesn't bode well for a really smooth transition into trust and supporting one another, which is, you know, paramount and... It is supreme when it comes to these coaching staffs. The other thing, too, I don't know how Rob will will react, but you know, if they do go to him and say, "Look, we need to change the offensive staff or whatever like that," you know, he may be resistant to that and say, "Look, we've had too many you know injuries. There's too many things that went on here that were out of our control, and you know, I'm not letting those guys take a fall." You know, my buddy or my former coach Bobby Ross did that, I believe, with the San Diego Chargers. They wanted him to act like half his staff, and he goes, "No, I'm not." 
Next mm. thing you know, he was out. He was gone. So that that also could happen too. I don't. I, you know, that's that's the relationship part of this whole business that really sucks because you get close with these guys, and if something goes haywire, you know, then it looks like you're making somebody a scapegoat in the eyes of the media. But I think you know. You just you just have to deal with it, and it's the reality of this freaking business. Shows guys came here two years ago, all thinking, okay, this is going to be a great shot. I, I got my first head coaching job. Here's my my buddy who's going to be an offensive coordinator. I know he knows what he's doing, but now we're going to draft this young kid. Who knows what this kid's going to turn into? And all of a sudden, it blows up in their face. And now comes the aftermath and how the owner reacts to it. That's that's the hard part of the business, and. I'm telling you, something's happening. I don't know what it's going to be, and I don't know how people are going to react in the building, but something's happening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.